You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. So this morning, I want to minister a message that's going to lift your faith. Amen. My sermon topic for this morning is your challenges or your difficulties simply means promotion is waiting. The challenges that you are facing right now, God is in control of your life. You should ask yourself in what time, what season do I find myself right now? Is it a season of testing? A season of challenges? A season where you have to keep your solid front? Because wherever you find yourself right now, God is in control of your life and wants to take you from where you are to where God wants you to be. Oftentimes when we're facing challenges, we pray our challenges away. Whereas that very thing is the thing that God wants to use to promote you. What if Daniel prayed the lines then away? Would God's name be glorified? So our way of thinking about things is not God's way of thinking about things. God's thoughts is not our thoughts. And God's ways are not our ways. If you read in the book of Isaiah when he talks about that, that the way that God thinks about the situation or looks at at a situation is different from ours. The following verses refers to the word of God that goes out and cannot return back void. So your situation that you are facing right now, if you have the backing of God's word, you know that God will see you through. Let's read from the book of Isaiah. Isaiah 55 verse 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I send it. For you shall go out with joy and be led out with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress tree, and instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree. And it shall be to the Lord for a name and for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Amen. Amen. The biggest mistake that we make is we look at our situations from a natural point of view. That testimony that we heard now, from a natural point of view, they've given up hope. The doctors intended already said, you know what, we're not even going to waste money to put a proper cast on that leg. Because on Tuesday, we're going to have to take it off again to amputate the leg. So when we look at our challenges and our situation from a natural point of view, you can get discouraged very quickly. The most important thing is to get God's opinion about your situation. Many of us in the rejection that we've experienced, we've run away. 
You think, why is this all happening to me? But oftentimes that rejection is the very thing that God uses to steer you in the right direction. Amen. It was Joseph's rejection that steered him in the right direction. Amen. His brothers throwing him in a pit. Turn to your neighbor and ask them, what is your pit? Because even if you find yourself in a pit, but you know God is on your side and He's giving you a vision, He will take you from where you are to where you should be. So if you find yourself in a pit, you should say, I know where I belong. Amen. You might see me from a natural point of view here in a pit, but I know where I belong. I belong in the palace. Yes. If Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had prayed the fiery furnace away, would the king have seen the fourth person in the fiery furnace? Would a nation have turned to God? So oftentimes, when we face challenges, we want to pray our challenges away. But your challenge can become your friend because that's the very thing that God can use to promote you. It was the chief cornerstone that was rejected that became the most important. So oftentimes, that rejection will give you direction. Amen. Then rejection actually becomes your friend. And you say, thank you, Jesus, for this rejection. I know I'm moving in the right direction. Amen. Oftentimes when the enemy is resisting you, opposing you, coming against you, he's just reminding you, you're still moving in the right direction. Amen. 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 Jesus, the Son of God, the beauty of heaven, came to this earth and experienced rejection, tribulations, temptations, and all of this that God was using to reveal to him who he was, what was his purpose, why he is here, what is he supposed to do. But sometimes we want to run away from these things, but it's these very challenges that gives us direction. It's these very challenges that shapes our character. To become the person that you are. Many of you today are successful, are working hard. Because you were born in a small village that nobody knew about. And you said, I'm going to work hard, I'm going to study hard. Because I want to make something of my life. And now your children, that only go visit there and have fun in the village. They don't have the same fire as you. Because they never had the same challenges as you. Because you're keeping all those challenges, all those fire, you're keeping it away from them. And now you fight with them. Why aren't you like... You know what I'm talking about. The very fire, the very difficulty is the thing that shaped you and has made you who you are. Am I talking to the right people here this morning? Matthew 21, verse 42. I'm reading from the Passion Translation. Jesus said to them, Haven't you even read the scriptures that says, The very stone the builders rejected as flawed has now become the most important capstone in the arch. This was the Lord's plan. Isn't it a miracle for our eyes to behold? The New King James says, This was the Lord's doing. And it is marvelous in our eyes. Family, in your time of rejection, you have the power of decision. 
You can decide how you're going to go through it. You cannot decide what you go through, but you can decide how I'm going to go through it. Daniel, when he heard the decree that if he's not going to obey the command of the king, he's going to be fed to the lions. He went on his knees and as his custom, he gave thanks to the Lord. He didn't call Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and say, we have to pray that all lions' mouths are bound. We have to pray this thing away. We have to rebuke it. Bind it. This mountain needs to be thrown into the sea. No. He went on his knees as he's cussing and say, Lord, thank you, Jesus, that you're in control of my life, of every situation. Did you hear the scripture in Lamentations 3 that I opened with this morning? Who can decree or who can say something when the Lord has not approved it? Nobody. Nobody. Because God's word is above everything. So even if your enemies are cursing you, if that is not approved by God, nothing will come of it. The blessing is greater than the curse. As a matter of fact, Christ has absorbed the curse. The biggest mistake people make is they don't know that the God that's on the inside of them is greater than anything in the world. But you think your challenge is greater than you. Your challenge is not greater than you. Because the God that's on the inside of you is greater than anything else. But your view of your challenge, that's the most important thing. Not what it looks like from the outside. What has God said about that situation? What is God saying about it right now? Amen? If you read through the Bible, there's many challenges that people went through. Trials and tribulations and difficulties. But every time they conquered, every time they went to the top. Amen? Turn to your neighbor and say, Jesus' yoke is easy. Jesus' yoke is easy. Tell them again and say, Jesus' yoke is easy. His burden is light. Trials and temptations is simply there for your belief. Trials and tribulations are the very soil in which a man of faith, faith flourishes. Because when trials and tribulations come your way, you know God will see you through. A four by four with big wheels is designed to go through difficult terrain. A sports car is designed to go fast and go around corners. God has designed you that you can go through every trial and every tribulation. Amen. Because God wants to promote you. Amen. 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 Wants to make sure that you are in faith. The book of Corinthians says that we should test ourselves and see whether we are in faith. Or whether you are just being presumptuous, whether you are being foolish. Because remember, the only thing that pleases God is faith. What kind of faith? Faith that works through love. If your faith does not work through love, it becomes like a clinging symbol. That's why the Bible warns us and says to us, offenses will come to everybody. Most of your challenges and trials involves people. Raise your hand if I'm talking to the right people here. Trials don't just fall out of heaven. People are usually involved. 
when there's a trial or when there's a tribulation? And that person coming against you, saying things, doing things against you, offends you. It upsets you. Makes you angry. And when you become bitter and offended and angry, your faith cannot work effectively. That's the trap of the enemy. Because you're looking at your trial and your tribulation outwardly. Instead of remaining in faith that works through love. Anybody here, somebody made you angry this week, raise your hand. Yes. Because we're still in this world. We're not off the world, but we're still in this world. James 1 verse 12, listen here. Blessed is the man who endures temptation. For when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. The Passion Translation says, If your faith remains strong, even while surrounded by life's difficulties, you will continue to experience the untold blessings of God. True happiness comes as you pass the test with faith and receive the victorious crown of life promised to every lover of God. Daniel made a decision to go through his challenge and come out stronger on the other side. Joseph made a decision to go through it and come out stronger on the other side. Today, when there's trials and tribulations, temptations, see it as a challenge. See it as an opportunity for promotion. There's going to be giants. Some of those giants are going to be not just giants, they're going to be strong giants. Remember, when the Lord gave the instruction to Joshua and Caleb, he said, there is the promised land. Has God said to you, you're going to enter into the promised land? You're going to eat the milk and the honey? And all we want to focus upon is the milk and the honey. But where the milk and the honey is, there's giants. Many people on your way to the promised land will bring a negative report to you and say it's impossible. The majority might even say it's impossible. And if you look at your situation from a natural point of view, listen to what the majority is saying. You might miss what God has got for you. Joshua and Caleb said, When they went into the promised land, people brought a report and said, the people, yes, we acknowledge there's milk and honey. We acknowledge God wants to bless you and help you. But there's giants, very strong giants. And when we look at these giants, we feel like we are grasshoppers. But Joshua and Caleb said, listen here, we be well able. Yes, they are strong, but our God is stronger. Yes, they are big, but our God is bigger. We be well able to go kill these giants and get hold of our possession. As charismatics, we sometimes just want to say, God say the promised land is mine. He will send his angels and bring the milk and honey to me. No, 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 no. God has designed you to be victorious. He's designed you to be a conqueror. He's designed you to have a testimony. And before you can have a testimony, you're going to have to pass your test. Amen. 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 Turn to your neighbor and say, God has been setting me up.
for a very big promotion. If you know the challenges that I've been facing, the difficulties I've been facing, you will know there's a very big promotion waiting for me. Give the Lord a hand. Joshua and Caleb saw this as an opportunity for promotion. The mistake that you make is you think the trial and tribulation that you're going through right now is more than what you can handle. But if you're a true believer and you know God is in control of your life, you know God will never allow you to go through anything that you cannot handle. If you're facing a great challenge right now, it's because God has deposited something great on the inside of you to be able to handle it. Because he'll never test you above your ability or your means. The devil is telling you you cannot handle it. But God will always show you the way out. There's not one temptation on this world that God does not know about. There's not one challenge on this world that God does not know about. There's not one difficulty that God is not aware of. He knows them all. And He knows how to get you out of it and through it. The biggest mistake that we make is we look at it from a natural point of view and make plans from a natural point of view thinking God's ways are our ways. Thinking God's thoughts are our thoughts. God will show you the way out. Turn to your neighbor and say, there's always hope. Tell them again, say, there's always hope. Remember the message of last week, I told you we have a great defender. We have somebody fighting for us. The enemy always makes mistakes. But God never makes mistakes. You think, what is happening here? God is always in control. God the Father never slips off his throne getting a a fright of his life. Oh, what am I going to do? No. He's in control the whole time. Even in Jesus' suffering, God was in control. Even in his pain, he was in control. When we hurt him, he was thinking thoughts of joy, thoughts of forgiveness, thoughts of healing, thoughts of deliverance. He was looking at the glory set before him for you and for me so that our lives can be different. Every challenge from today you will view as an opportunity for promotion. Every challenge that you are facing, you ask God for wisdom and He'll show you the way out. Amen. Amen. Listen to 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13. I'm reading the Passion Translation. We all experience times of testing which is normal for every human being. Don't think it's an uncommon thing to go through challenges. So nobody says amen. (laughs) It's a normal thing. Trials and tribulations is a normal thing. Why do you think David said, in the time of trouble, God will be with you, He will deliver you. Because God knows trouble will come. Challenges will come. Amen. But when God is with you in your time of challenges, God will see you through. We all experience times of testing which is normal for every human being, but God will be faithful to you. He will scream. And filter the severity, the nature and timing of every test or trial you face so that you can bear it. And each test is an opportunity to trust Him more 
For along with every trial, God has provided for you a way of escape that will bring you out of it in victory. So when trials and tribulations come, you can be happy. That's what the Bible says. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Why? Because as a believer, you know this is the very thing, the mistake that the devil has made for you to experience promotion in your life. Amen. When you pass the test, there's a reward. So you'll start to view these things differently. And even in your trials and tribulations, now you can say, thank you, Jesus, because you know God is in control of your life. Amen. Listen to what Proverbs says. 15 verse 15. For the despondent, every day brings trouble. For the happy heart, life is a continual feast. The Passion Translation says, everything seems to go wrong when you feel weak and depressed. But when you choose to be cheerful, every day will bring you more and more joy and fullness. So if you know that this trial is going to bring you joy, don't pray against it. No. If you know this very thing is the thing that God will use because whatever the enemy throws at you, at you, even if it's evil, even if it's bad, God can turn it around to good. Amen. That's our God. That's His nature. If the devil knew killing Jesus would bring salvation, he would never have killed him. So that which the enemy is throwing at you and you feel it's killing you is the very thing God will use to lift your head to bring promotion into your life. God is more interested in your character than in your current comfort. God is more interested in your eternal glory than in your current comfort. But all of us are looking at our current comfort. Amen. And you start to complain. Why me of all these challenges? Why me of all these difficulties? But if you have the spirit of a Joshua and a Caleb, they'll say, thank you, Jesus. We're going in and we're going to go slay some giants today. We're going in and we're going to conquer the promised land. You said there's milk and honey. There's blessing for us. We're going in and we're going to conquer now. Even if they come against us, they're not coming against us. They're coming against our God. And God has said, we're going to the other side. Yes, Even when Jesus said to his disciples, get into the boat. Let's go to the other side. Even if that boat was full of water, it would have still continued to go to the other side. Because God's word cannot return back void. Yes, God was so confident in his word that he had spoken. He went and slept in the back. Found a pillow. Why do you think he got a pillow? Because he knew it was going to get stormy. He knew it was going to get rough. Oh, yeah. And he rebuked the disciples because they did not take control of the situation. They didn't obey the word that he had spoken, but they were focusing upon their situation and circumstances. Amen. And fear gripped their heart. But if you get God's opinion about a situation that God said, we're going to the other side, peace will enter into your heart. Amen. Even if there's a storm now and the waves start rising, you'll go to the front of the boat and say, is three meters all you've got still? Why don't you lift a little bit higher? See if you can reach nine meters. God said we're going to the other side. We're going to the other side. 
Turn to your neighbor and say, get God's opinion about the situation. So what do you have to do in your situation? I'm glad you asked. Let me read it for you from the word of God. Uh, 1, 1 Peter 2 verse 1. Therefore, laying aside all malice, all deceit, all hypocrisy, envy, and evil speaking, as newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious, coming to him as to living stones, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. Turn to your neighbor and say, God has chosen you. Tell them you are precious in God's sight. You also as living stones are being built up in a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Therefore, it is also contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect precious, and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. Turn to your neighbor and say, God has promised you double honor. Tell them again, say, God has promised you double honor and not shame. Therefore, to you who believe, he is precious, but to those who are disobedient, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone, and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. They stumble being disobedient to the word, to which they also were appointed. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light you should pray and say precious father fill me with your light until i start to shine fill me with your light so that it can expel all shades of darkness in my life it's god's light that gives us direction it's god's light that shows us where to go a lamp unto our feet the problem today is we want to look there but when you look there, you just see darkness. And you, uh, but when you look here, the lamp allows the light to shine around your feet. And as you're obedient to God's word and you take one step forward, the light moves with you. Amen. And you see, oh, I must go there. Take another, oh, there's a pothole here. Let me just go to this side. Thank you, Jesus. But we often want to run there mm. where we cannot see. But God leads us like a lamp. Amen. Amen. Not the torchlight shining down here. Amen. Amen. Jesus was rejected. The chief cornerstone. He is allowing us now to be built in next to him. Do you know how people are built next to each other? The mortar between us is love. Yes, Lord. It's love. If that mortar is not there, if that love is not there, when you are next to me trying to be built in, I might hurt you, you might hurt me. But when there's love, I experience your love, you experience my love, we experience the love of Christ. If we love more, we will fight less. Many of your challenges that you are facing is just because you got angry. Just because you said something you were not supposed to say. Amen? Many of the challenges at work is just because you said something. Most of our problems are tongue problems. 
if we're obedient to God's word and his leading and his guidance, makes it easy. Jesus said, come to me. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. In your difficult time, oftentimes just come to Jesus. Oh, no, 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 no. We have to fast more. Jesus didn't say fast more. He didn't say pray more. He didn't say read your Bible more. He said, come to me. Most of the time when we face challenges, we want to run away from God and make our own plans. But he says, come to me. Listen, I'm reading it from the Passion Translation. Matthew 11 verse 27. You have entrusted me with all that you are and all that you have. No one fully and intimately knows the Son except the Father. No one fully and intimately knows the Father except the Son. But the Son is able to unveil the Father to anyone He chooses. So everyone come to me. Are you weary? Carrying a heavy burden? Then come to me. I will refresh your life for I am your oasis. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways and you'll discover that I'm gentle, humble, easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me for all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. Sometimes when you are facing challenges, it's the season to learn God's ways. We're in a society where we say, just pray for me and solve the problem. We want to see the works of Jesus, but we don't want to learn His ways. God allows the manifestation of miracles, signs and wonders in your life for the salvation of your soul so that you can learn His ways according to Galatians 5 verse 22, the fruits of the Spirit. Amen. So oftentimes when you face challenges, it is just to walk in the Spirit. When you walk in the Spirit, not suppressing the flesh, doing this. When you walk in the spirit, you'll know Satan is under your feet. Amen. But when you walk in the flesh, you're giving him reign in your life. I shared the testimony with you when we, we threw the foundations. Got two reports. One, an uh, accident with a car. Number two, all the sound equipment, the microphone stolen. I said, you know what, I'm not even going to give attention to that. If the devil wants to steal this equipment, I know he's making a mistake. Yeah. Lord, you've said the devil must pay back sevenfold. Yeah. Amen. I'm not going to be upset about it. I thank you that we've thrown the foundations. Nothing is going to steal our joy. We say, thank you, Jesus. You are in control of our lives. Amen. Why do you think it's something funny or strange when you go through trials and tribulations? When the Bible says we go through it, but in that time, come to Jesus. His yoke is easy. Thank His burden is light. Thank you, Jesus. God will see you through. Let me close with two scriptures. I want to read from the Passion Translation. Remember, God chooses what we go through. You choose how you go through it. God chooses what we go through. We choose how we go through it. If you make a decision to look at your situation from today, from God's point of view, you'll get through this challenge, through the temptation, much stronger than what you went into it. Amen. In the book of Isaiah, the prophet promised and he said, though you go through waters, deep waters, it feels like you're drowning. He says, though 
It feels like the water is coming over you. God is with you. Amen. Says, Even though you go through the fire, I will help you. If you ask Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they'll tell you, for gold to be gold, it must go through fire. And God will allow you to go through it, even if the fire gets made more warm or the heat goes up 10 times what it should be. If God is with you in it, you'll get on the other side out much stronger. No test, no promotion. Your challenges, your test simply means that a promotion is waiting for you. Start viewing it in a different way. Romans 5. But that's not all. Even in times of trouble, we have a joyful confidence. Even in time of trouble, we have a joyful confidence. Why? Because even if there's sickness, you can prophesy and say, I will not die. I will live. Even if there's a situation coming against you, maybe there's lack, you will say, my God will supply all my needs. You will hold on to your confession and you will keep your solid front. This test that you are facing, see it as a challenge, an opportunity for promotion. But that's not all. Even in times of trouble, we have a joyful confidence knowing that our precious will develop in us patient endurance. And patient endurance will refine our character. And proven character leads us back to hope. And this hope is not a disappointing fantasy. Because we can now experience the endless love of God cascading into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in us. Paul says in Romans, this is not a disappointing fantasy this hope but Jesus is real and he's our savior he's our healer he's our deliverer and we're going to hold on to our confession God will see us through we know God is victorious we know God will see us through Amen. the fact that Jesus died is the very reason that our sins have been dealt with but he's alive today as well Amen. God will see you through whatever situation you go through. I'm closing with this from the book of James, the Passion Translation. I was so blessed when I read this. My fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties, see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience all the joy that you can. Facing nothing but difficulties. Let me see your hand. Challenge after challenge, difficulty after difficulty. He says, when that happens, get happy. God is about to see you through. Your breakthrough is around the corner. Your promotion is here. When it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties, see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience all the joy that you can. For you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up power within you to endure all things. And then, as your endurance grows even stronger, it will release perfection into every part of your being until there is nothing missing and nothing lacking. The very thing the devil is throwing at you is the thing that God will use for there is nothing lacking and nothing missing in your life. It's time for you to rejoice and to say happy. Anybody can jump up and down and be happy when the breakthrough has come. 
But it takes a man and woman of faith to jump up and down and say, thank you, Jesus. I'm excited about what you've done, what you have promised. It is done. Amen. Amen. The test that you're going through, the challenges that you're going through, simply means there's a promotion waiting. Make sure you pass this test. Keep your peace, remain happy, and say thank you, Jesus, that you are busy perfecting everything concerning me. See you later. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.